0: Welcome, Horror Fam, to H H N three sixty five, a Halloween Horror Nights podcast. My name is Mike and I'm here with my co-host Duff and Chess.
1: Hey, episode 101. Well, is that,
0: we is that, it. Is that not yeah. as exciting or Aww. I think it's exciting. Yeah, okay. We have a lot of exciting things to talk uh, about, yeah. though. It yeah, doesn't matter this week. <laughs> As always, you can interact with us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at uh, HHN365 for all the others and um, at HHN365pod for TikTok. And you can always leave us a voicemail at 407 4134 on today's show we will be discussing the full reveal that we received earlier today as of recording this um but we have more to talk about before we get to that a few things to nothing no new announcements but things we need to reiterate right
1: yeah, yeah just a little reminder
0: um one
1: hey we have live trivia 31st of august that's going to be a wednesday at 8 p.m at Half Barrel Beer Project. That's going to be just down Universal Boulevard. We have posts on our social media. You can yes. pull it up on Google if you want to find the location. Um, yeah, we'll be there. Again, starts at 8. However, uh, if you want to guarantee a spot, 7.30 is probably the time you want to get there. By. Right. We'll already be there setting up and everything. So,
0: And uh, they don't have food, right? So come fat.
1: They, they right? do have pizzas.
0: Oh, they have
2: pizzas. pizzas okay. and oh. pret-
1: they do have pretzels. They added pretzels as well. So they have pizzas and pretzels.
2: Okay. So cool. come carb load with us and do yeah. trivia.
1: <laughs> they have one called The Chad that has
0: jalapenos on it, and I enjoy it very much. Oh, Nice. Cool. All right. And what's the second one, uh, 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 thing we need to talk
1: about? Uh, we released merch. We did. You guys do. already knew that. We kind of announced it on the last episode. It's It's been live for uh, six days at this point, <clears throat> um, and we appreciate everyone because um, you guys have been enjoying it it seems and supporting yeah. us a lot and buying up a lot of shirts especially the pumpkin lord ones which we expected <laughs> um yeah. we did want to remind you though that uh the day you hear this episode that it, I, I mean maybe if you listen to it late sorry um but on august 17th wednesday um you have until eleven fifty nine p.m to place your orders if you want to get them by opening weekend so yeah. um yeah we after that we will Probably have no chance of getting it to you by opening weekend. We'd need everything to go right, and that's uh, not how things are working right now. So,
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that's for uh, local pickup only, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. Just to remind you, that's if you're in Orlando, if you're coming to the event opening weekend or trivia, we will mm-hmm. have it there for you. But if you mm-hmm. did not leave me a note on your order, please DM one of our social medias or me. Uh, Just so I can have that information. So I know you're doing pickup because I know some people have not left a note on the order.
0: Right, right. Yeah. Based on how on like a lot of the shirts um, that Jess like literally has to do things on the back end, especially the Pumpkin Lord shirt, that if you're not doing local pickup, um, your shirt um, will probably take a, a while. Um, this was just kind of a pre-order and then we are putting in the order for the actual shirts, um, after that pre-order. And so you will not be receiving, just to reiterate, you will not be receiving that shirt unless you put, um, pre-order pickup, be, um, anytime, um, before opening weekend.
2: Yeah, yeah. They'll probably ship that week if you're not doing local pickup, even mm-hmm. if you ordered by the 17th. Uh, but I cannot guarantee, yeah. you know, in hand, unless you're local, but they the orders will you. stay open. It was just a pre-order for opening weekend.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: For anyone they are getting shipped to, it is possible to reach you before opening weekend, but um, it's uh, we definitely won't say guarantee.
0: Yeah, that there's mm-hmm. some stuff that has to happen. It's, it's, it's not like a print-on-demands type of situation where it is they come to us, and then um, uh, Jess, especially Pumpkin Lord, she literally makes them um, or adds it, it tweaks things, and then she ships them out to you. So it's going to take a little bit.
1: Yeah, but uh, that's about it for merch. Um, so I think we can kind of get into news and rumors. Yeah, th- yeah, some of them rumors. News and rumors! Um, <clears throat> so before we get to the, the, the big fun stuff that everyone knows is coming, um, there's a few details I wanted to point out. The tribute storage has recently been changed over to Halloween colors of orange and black. Um, has closed on the windows. They added stickers to the windows. Interesting stickers and poster, including one called the Dead Coconut Club in reference to the Red Coconut Club in CityWalk, which is a venue that has been closed um, since COVID. And uh, it's got a very Universal Monsters, well, it says Universal Monsters, but has a very tiki vibe to it as well. Um, so hinting at maybe the Red Coconut Club becoming the Dead Coconut Club. Or another possibility is this is kind of the Easter egg that will create what is the Swizzle Lounge uh, to go along with the Monsters Gallery at Cabana Bay.
0: Right. Well, either way, it's really cool. Now, I am not the expert, but is is this the first time they've had a uh, CityWalk um, Club tie-in to HHN? Or I mean, rumored. That's, we don't even know if it's happening. But if this does happen... Would it be the first time they've done something like this? Uh,
1: I feel like I'd have to look it up, but I like, a, like a full, as in like full layover of one? Yeah, I believe so.
0: Yeah, this is would be very unique if this is what is actually happening. I am not convinced because it's, again, just something they could have done a long time ago if they had... Um, But, again, COVID also has made things, um, you know, people think outside of the box on a lot of stuff.
1: The thing is also that Red Coconut Club has, you know, was an operating place before, and it is now. Uh, Just not. I think they've used it for events only. And I think right now it's even actually under work. Like, Mm. they're doing work inside. So so it's possible. Yeah, it's it's definitely possible.
2: So my fear with this is because I was there today and I was looking at that poster. And so there's like a Tiki Frankenstein monster and a Tiki Gill man. Um, my fear is that they're just repurposing the stuff from the Hula boutique. Uh, mm. And all we're getting is so the stuff from the monster store at the mummy is getting put in Cabana Bay. Mm-hmm. The stuff from the Hula boutique is getting put at Red Coconut Club and mm-hmm. they're slapping a new name on it <laughs> and saying, here you go. And I'm like, mm, that's my fear. I'm going to think a little more positively about it. But, I mean
1: to be honest even if they create a nice vibe where I'm literally at a monster's tiki bar I don't I won't even mind that oh, I would take that
2: me neither. My issue is so the last time I was in the red what, the red whatever club red whatever
1: club yeah uh,
2: was my grad bash. Oh good. wow! Uh, they did the our my school did the little like pre party on City Walk mm-hmm. where they opened the clubs for all the the teens and they had like food. So that's the last time I've been in there. Um, so I don't really have fond memories <laughs> of it. <laughs> so maybe I'm like just negatively thinking <laughs> about it. But it's cool because we're getting another HHN experience, you know. Hopefully, but it sounds more like it's going to be related to the Swizzle Lounge because they just called that like a spooky horror themed mm-hmm. bar. And last year, it was an Icons bar. So I'm expecting a little more theming than just spooky bar.
1: Yeah. And if you look at the aesthetics of the Red Coconut Club and now Dead Coconut Club logo they have, uh, it would fit into Cabana Bay very well. Mm -hmm. So 100%. um, I I don't know. I'm leaning one way over the other. But uh, both definitely seem like possibilities at this point.
0: I mean, I think it would be cool. I'm not sold just because... Logistically, and if like if I'm running a a separate ticketed event uh, that's Halloween themed, do I want to offer something that's like free outside of said event to uh, attract people who um, don't like like you know what I mean? Like attract people who aren't going to pay for the event, but just still come to Universal. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, I think if you're drawing people in that aren't going to come regardless, that's a good thing, right? I mean, if they weren't going to pay for a ticket um why not draw them in to come and buy drinks
0: yeah i guess yeah i can yeah i they've never done it before so that's why i'm skeptical but we'll see yeah
1: yeah definitely i'm uh definitely gonna be watching that one very curious um i think last episode or the episode before we discussed uh the hhn mobile game um and how that is going to be returning uh it has been announced that this will utilize augmented reality this year um so you'll be around the park basically uh looking through your phone at, at, at experiences that will pop up so uh, that oh. is pretty exciting see
2: i didn't Definitely. look into that when it, i today was very overwhelming
1: <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> to say the least so i didn't realize it was augment that so like put po- like pokemon go like let's just put it a little more simply for me like that yes yeah. correct okay cool i i'm an idiot when it comes to tech so <laughs> That's fun. So, like, the monsters are going to pop up because I think they it's going to be icons go. I'm, I'm oh, my God. The, last year, you would have caught me trying to catch Albert in the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, but it's monsters themed as well, right? I think I, I saw that. I, I've, uh, Maybe.
1: I, I don't remember, to be honest.
2: Ooh, well, uh, Sterling, you can yell at me later. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for the game. I liked it last year. I hope they fix the bugs.
1: Yep, of course. Uh, well, that's more with the... Universe no, they'll leave the bugs anything.
0: in this year. They'll definitely leave
2: the bugs uh, in. Uh, there, there's your first joke.
1: one. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and uh, finally, Epic Universe. Uh, Monsters Land is of note, I would say, for this. Especially because the new Screamscape rumors that have dropped and backed by uh, Alicia Stella as well is that <clears throat> at, at night, Basically, the characters are going to come out and kind of uh, treat it as a pseudo scare zone throughout the entire land.
0: Mm. So essentially, just like nightly at night meet and greets,
1: like kind of like we, you know, we get oh, No, no, the... no, 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 no. They specifically stated like coming out and like
0: actual scare, scaring like... you. Yeah, no, not not photo ops. Like correct. Like I'm sure you'll
1: feel like like a scare zone. You could probably take a photo, but they will actually be like attempting to scare you. Supposedly. How that will work during daytime, well, nighttime operations. N- not sure, but um, I, I would love it.
0: Yeah. All I can think about is when like those Marvel g- characters that like, come around on the weird like four wheelers sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But it's Dracula. <laughs> it's Dracula
0: on a four wheeler, and they're yeah. on segways instead. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, monsters like Frankenstein is like walking
1: really
0: slow.
2: <laughs> Frankenstein, because he's too big, he's got one segway for each foot, <laughs> but he's just stuck spinning in a circle for too long. Okay, <laughs> moving on.
1: Um. Yeah, but that was it for news and rumors, so now we can get to the uh, the very exciting stuff, which, of course, the HHN 31 announcements, the six remaining houses, all originals, the five scare zones, the two shows, get some news about the Tribute Store. Um, kind of the day we've been waiting for for a long, long time. It's here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what do you guys think before we get to actual announcements let's talk about how they're doing they've and, and i know that they've done this the last couple of years do you guys miss the trickle down like we've had in years past or do you guys like the okay we'll get the ips and then we're gonna get the big ass drop at the end um do you guys like kind of the new normal or do you miss mm. the the old way where we would get a little, a little bit here or there trickled throughout the season?
1: So, I think it depends how it's done because HHN27, I believe, um, did a late dump all at once, specifically for originals, but they all came with accompanying videos, each house separately.
0: I Um, remember that. Yes.
1: That was worth it. That was cool. I'll take that. Um, Otherwise, I do kind of prefer the trickle down. Um, That's more my, I don't know. I just kind of like getting nice little pieces
0: every now and then. Like, two every couple weeks, like how it wasn't in in 29, where we got, like, oh, okay, like, here's two here, and there's two there, and then, oh, then we're going to get the zones and shows at the very, very end. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I kind of miss that.
1: But I also think, like, there's even further in the past, there were times where uh, they would do full reveals, but it would be like, we're going to do this on the website with everyone at midnight you know and everyone stayed up and it was an experience and everyone was talking on the forums at the same time as it was happening and you know that creates a different factor to it too that um isn't quite the same now um so yeah i i think this specific style of massive drop i would take trickle
0: over gotcha
2: same honestly i so i i say it all the time i've only been going since 27 so I I was kind of used to, I guess in 2017, we had all the IPs announced and then the originals were like a dump. I remember, I think it was like all of them at the same time or the four mm-hmm. of them or whatever. Yep. And that was kind of my norm. So I, I much prefer getting like a couple of announcements here and there other than like one big one, unless it is like purposefully done, kind of like what Duff said on like a website at midnight. There's a countdown, there's hype something behind it. But waiting until August sixteenth, I know it like it feels so late. But this was the norm for a while, waiting yeah. this long. So I'm this thrilled. is usually
0: when the last announcement is. This is usually when we get like the last couple and the um, you know and the zones and shows. Mm-hmm. But we used to kind of get like them to try like yeah, some in March, some in April, some in June, like. Um, at least for, t- if I recall, like 28 and 29 mm-hmm. they were both kind of like
1: that. Yeah, they definitely, this year was m- much less spread out th- than usual. But, you know, everyone was acting like it was so different than they've been doing. And it's it's not, really you know, not that much different. Sure, it was a little bit longer and they were holding back a little bit more, but it wasn't like some crazy different, like, you know, wait till uh, five days before the event and just drop everything um it's it's not that different than what they've been doing you know and it's um yeah i don't know like it's not a big deal at the end of the day i'd prefer it be done a little bit differently but i mean a day like this is also fun just getting blasted with info about the event even though by this point we kind of already know what's coming
2: that's true but okay so my question for you guys is was it worth the wait yes definitely yeah i agree Today was so exciting it felt like old like announcement season again i don't know how to put it other than that
1: yeah it just, there was so much build up this year for it be- mm-hmm. i think because especially when scare zone started coming up and the aesthetics we started to see and then the names we saw associated we're like oh yeah like, it, it's an exciting like concept after each house zone we learned about you know it's like okay i want to see this officially dropped and to get it all at once and be excited about most, if not all of it, you know, it's, it's, it's a
2: good. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And there was that, at least for me as someone who doesn't follow this, so there was still a surprise or two in there, you know, I mean, I mm-hmm. definitely was pretty spoiled by having this show, but usually if I'm not, um, I try to keep my, you know, I try not to avoid spoilers unless I'm hosting a, a podcast about it. <laughs> like, um, back then I used to always avoid spoilers. Um, but, but now it's a little bit harder, too. We have a segment on the show when we where we talk about them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I, there were still a few surprises for me. I don't know about you guys. We'll get to it.
1: Yeah, I, I think more more name than anything. But, yeah, we'll get to it. Um, so let's really quick before we hop into it kind of describe how we're going to break it down. We're going to go houses, zones, shows, you know, break it down that way. But other than that, each house we go into, we're kind of going to give the universal uh, script of what the house is. Um, then also there was a podcast on the Discover Universal podcast, which is their official podcast. They had Laura Sauls, they had Charles Gray, they had Matt Frost all on the show, and they went, Matt Flood talked. Matt Flood, sorry, thank you. (laughs) I I told you, I say it different every time.
2: I know, that's why I corrected Uh, you.
1: (laughs) Um, but yeah, so basically they went deeper into each house. They didn't really give away any spoilers, just gave you more of the full plot rather than just like little tidbits. Um, mm-hmm. So we'll also drop that in after. Uh, and then random little things we picked up from other people as well. So uh, let's let's start with houses then. Um, Jess, I know you're excited about this one. You want to
2: take it? Oh, please, could I? Um, <laughs> I'm going to try to come up with a Twitter name based on this house eventually. Uh, <laughs> Spirits of the Coven. Guests will be invited to a lively 1920s speakeasy, but something sinister is brewing beneath. A coven of seemingly beautiful flapper witches will lure those who enter into a hidden brewing area. Once they've ensnared their victims, they'll revere their haggish true form and turn guests into a witch's brew. They'll be cackling. Everyone else will be screaming.
0: Love it. Mm. Oh,
2: my God. Flapper witches.
0: Yes. Prohibition Flapper
2: Witches. Oh, I love it. They pulled this out of my brain. I don't don't (laughs) even know. I was already unbearable, and then this came out. (laughs) I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, this is like um, if Legendary Truth um scene with like the the um kitty cat lounge mm-hmm. met the uh, the scene of um wicked growth with the witches if uh, they had like a baby if those two rooms had a baby mm. that's what went
1: literally yeah yeah pretty much it's um <sighs> and the whole thing about like spirits being a, a pun because it's a speakeasy and i there's 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 a lot of fun going on before you even go into the house just just learning a little bit about the house is like oh this this is interesting
2: oh yeah and we're having fun with this one in like all their different forums they said beautiful they said haggish like
1: yes. oh my
2: god the podcast they talked about um so the, you're gonna start in the speakeasy and then kind of go deep into like the caverns of the coven so it's gonna go from like beautiful to oh my god we're in danger they said very quickly yeah
0: Oh. Sounds like we got some hot house potential on this one. This is going to be the <laughs> oh the sexy God. one.
2: Oh, oh yeah, it, it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm so I'm so hyped. This is uh I know we'll do hype lists, I guess eventually, but like who y'all know where this one is.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yep. That's a couple episodes away. Hold it in. Hold okay, it. Okay. I will.
2: I will. I mean, I didn't say it was number one, but y'all know it's near the top. Okay. Oh, fair.
1: Fair. 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 All right. Uh, moving on to the next one. Um, one that uh is dividing the entire fan base that's gonna be bugs eaten alive the bug house has come to fruition while touring a 1950s home of the future guests will be swarmed by hordes of revolting insects after a pest control system failure unleashes them many-legged horrors growing mutating and laying eggs in human hosts will worm their way into the deepest fears those who dare enter will be dropping like flies man they love a good pun this year they really do punny punny little blurbs here um so they actually gave us quite a bit of info about this house in the podcast um one thing is they they really really wanted to make it clear that they wanted this house to be absolutely revolting they simply did not want you to feel comfortable at any point in this house stating directly our goal is that no one can finish this house um of course, this could be uh, more the PR side of the talk, but that that's quite the quote.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think this one might be the comedy house. I'm getting some comedy house vibes on this one. Yeah. Like 50s Home of the Future. Are we going to get some, like, Carousel of Progress parody type feel on this one? So I the like... thing is that that you're at a showroom of the company
1: BuzzCon, and mm-hmm. Exterminair is, a like, an air conditioner that's supposed to kill bugs. However, yeah. basically... Um, it lets them all out. They become mutated. And as the house comes on, they become bigger and more mutated. Um, they claim that there's just going to be all kinds of bugs. Sif uh, will definitely be in this house. Okay.
0: Um, yeah, I'm getting comedy house vibes on this one. This is going to be like... Yeah. The, well, they even say there's you know. going to be dark humor.
1: Well, they said...
2: The I think they said that this was like... They, they've always said that they have a comedy house. I'm almost positive Charles or Laura said this is the comedy house this year.
1: Mm, which um, is such a stark contrast to like... We also don't want you to be able to like get through it though.
2: Yeah. Oh, and then they said they they told a story about how they were in there and a moth was like flying and it scared the shit out of them because they were looking at like the stationary bugs, mm-hmm. uh, and they were like, "Well, it's Florida," because the co-host was like, "Could that happen?" They're like, "Yeah, a real roach could get in the house and we won't notice," and that makes it <laughs> a thousand times worse for me. Yeah. You if you,
1: if you, like a roach actually started crawling on you in the bug house, I I would oh. actually freak out then.
2: I'm finding the nearest exit and no, no, uh, event is going to stop me. No staff is going to be able to stop me from getting out of that house.
0: (laughs) I just got very nervous because Duff, I see you have written here many holes slash Uh tripophobia. I have never told you I have a very, very strong. Trypophobia oh, thing. I did going not on.
1: know that. I
0: didn't I do not like that. No, especially when it comes to like skin. Um, if like those those like Google ads that are, are and things that pop up with like weird holes in people's skin, it grosses me out for like hours. Oh, I cannot no. I, I do not like the textured um, hole type thing. Oh my uh, god Especially said when it comes to skin. This,
2: this was gonna be bad for people. They specifically said it was gonna be bad for people witch of a phobia or trying oh yeah yeah they I I
1: get said it, it. Mm, mm. Uh, okay. good luck mike <laughs> i'm so yeah, sorry they, I, I have a strong one i have a strong one they, strong they, one they sure. did also claim that people uh so like a and d walking through the house have had trouble making it through as is so uh, very curious to see how that goes uh when this is running at full capacity
0: with guests oh no <laughs> I'm okay if it's like plants and stuff, but if it's someone, if it's skin, the tripho- I, I can I can't. Well, do I don't th- I, they kind of went for, it's going to be like, um,
1: for like larva and stuff will be inside of it. and
2: um, Oh, there's definitely going to be some kind of eggs in someone's body. Yeah. They're going to lay oh, eggs no. in
0: his body. Oh no. Uh,
2: I'm calling. I'm okay with the
0: this. bugs, but not the, I'm not okay with the Well,
2: They said much. larva. It says directly
1: laying eggs in human hosts. In this <laughs> Oh, oh they
2: did. Oh my God. They did. Wow. So, Mike, I'm so sorry <laughs> for your loss of sanity this year.
0: Yeah. Uh, this I Yeah. It was bound to happen. <laughs> it was bound to happen that there was a house that I was completely disgusted by.
1: And I was here with it,
2: the Tooth Fairy. I get it. <laughs> I don't do decay. Bad teeth freak me out. So oh, I get yeah,
0: it. Yeah. Uh,
1: Mike, would you like to take the next one?
0: Yes. Let me quickly pull it up. I, yeah, uh, I, um. There we go. Oh, so the next one. Oh, I have the wrong outline. Oh, there we go. It is the next one. Okay, this one. Oh, you give me the one where I have to pronounce Spanish. Great. (laughs) Festival Day Chupacabras. The mountains of Latin America are filled with wonderful traditions. In one tiny village, they pay tribute to the legendary creature Chupacabra with an unusual festival. Um, uh, There, there's more to the legend than meets the eye, and in this. Colorful village. The streets are lined with crimson blood of visitors. This one's gonna be cool. Um, Fiesta is,
1: came up once and it threw you completely off. Your
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I'm not good with the uh, pronouncing Spanish. I uh, I faked my way with uh, through my Spanish class by uh, <laughs> just what was the the website that everyone uses to cheat? I, I basically used oh, which that one. a lot of them yeah yeah Um,
1: but yeah no no it's uh it's kind of one of those concepts a lot of people have wanted to see for a while um and i'd like to note that uh there is a member of creative uh who you know helps and assists with this process in in this house who came out directly on twitter and he said hey i'm a latino man and um I promise they handle this sensitively and in a respectful and celebratory way of cultures. So that's great.
0: So they heard their f- the feedback for them to come out and say that. I think they heard the feedback about the shirt, one hundred percent. That was on purpose based on the feedback of the the yeah.
2: I also. I'm glad you brought it up, Duff, because I actually I screenshotted the tweet because oh. I was like, oh, I'm glad somebody said it because I saw I saw some people, they're uh, specifically people who I believe uh, from Puerto Rico who chupacabra, uh, I guess originated there. That's mm-hmm. what their culture believes. I don't know. I'm not educated in that, so they were saying this better be placed in you know Puerto Rico. But then other people were saying it's a Mexican lore so it's
1: both yeah it, right. i think so, they share it, it right here's the thing it did it did originate in puerto rico like chupacabras itself like there's actually like further origins of where it could come from but the standard definition of chupacabras uh, first sighting was in puerto rico puerto and rico. Then has moved on uh it's still big in many areas of mexico and even into okay. the u.s um i mean obviously i'm not i, I can't say one way or another how uh, they, they should feel um, if they feel it's, it's tied directly to their culture more mm-hmm. than others. I get it. I get it. But also I've seen, uh, you know, the other side where uh, I've seen people say I'm Mexican and I feel like, uh, Nope, it's just as deeply embedded with us.
0: Yes.
2: Right. I just was seeing people, the people are already bringing up the conversation. It should be placed in this place. I'm just glad that someone who, who is working on creative development said, you know, this is authentic, terrifying and unlike anything. And it's true to our culture. I'm glad mm-hmm. that that was put out there. I'm excited to see it.
1: And I would also like to say it never directly states it's Mexico. Um, of course, uh, images we can see and in, in the way the fiesta is held can kind of lead one culture more than another, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like they're not actually trying to put a full location on it. Um, that's to be seen. You know, again, yeah, details it's inside the house. Latin
0: American, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of sharing. It's uh, probably a little bit of kind of probably puerto rico uh vibes and mexican vibes i mean if they both and in southwest uh, united states also does a lot of about um chuca chuca cabra as well i think if it's a a legend that is shared by multi cultures um the west um, um mexico and puerto rico i'm okay with um blending those kind of locate locales together mm-hmm. and, and kind of doing like a, you know, like an Arendelle type of situation where it sh- shares from a little bit of, um, and doesn't give like an exact locale. I'm okay with that. When, I think that'd be perfect way to handle it.
2: I love that you used Arendelle as the uh, <laughs> example on this following Horror Nights podcast. Um, <laughs> I,
0: it was the first thing that popped into my mind. Oh, no, my...
2: Perfect. I'm glad you used it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but
1: but we did get some more info uh, from the creative directors about this as well. Uh, antagonists will be both chupacabras and the villagers, and guests will take on the role of tourists, uh, with the villagers luring them in to use them as sacrifices.
2: Chupi babies.
0: Choopy I'm really baby. excited. I
2: I I'm I just hope that food booth. I'm sorry that food booth before Central Park makes me nervous. That's my fear.
1: Yeah, I think that's the kind of the aesthetics that we've gone with. That everyone's going, oh, it's Mexico, right? Again, yeah. to be seen what's actually inside the house. So I'm not gonna uh, <laughs> not gonna lean one way or the other yet. We'll see what happens. Oh,
2: see what what happens. if this is? Uh, it's it's kind of giving me I didn't experience it, but Lightning Gulch like village kind of vibes. What if that? It's kind of like that kind of setting, like a a village in Latin America. I mean, it seems yeah. like we're gonna. It's. I don't know. I really want to see a cool set like that. I don't know. It's. That's possible. my wish.
1: I don't know if we will be at that scale, but it's possible.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm thinking of like like Santa Fe. Have you ever you guys have ever been the, one of the the main square of like Santa Fe, um, like that type of that that would like when I think of this, I think of like that like that kind of Latin American or or south or the Southwest U.S. type of vibe of mm-hmm. where that that square. Um, with that, you know the 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 red bricks and things like that. That mm-hmm. would be really cool. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be great. And no, I've never been in New Mexico, but I'd love to. Very high um, on my list. In the Santa. US.
0: Santa Fe is one of my favorite places. My mom grew up in New Mexico, so I spent a lot of time down there. Uh, I see. Oh. I would love to. Um,
1: anyways, we can move on from that and actually talk about the event. Still, uh, not get into anything that uh, potentially could be problematic because we don't actually know what it's going to be yet. So we'll hold out judgment on that. Uh, Jess,
2: do you want to take the next one? Sure. Um, You know, universal loves an alliteration. Uh, So (laughs) hell block horror, They, too, do time for their crimes. Guests will have to survive visiting hours in a secret penitentiary that houses treacherous monsters and fiends of all kinds that are hell-bent on taking over and destroying the world. The interdimensional power core containing the inmates has failed, and the monsters are breaking out of their cells, allowing them easy access to guests and the exit. That's a lot of big words. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't realize what you were making me read. Interdimensional power core. I didn't plan this. Okay. <laughs> we, um, wow. Okay. So um, um, let me, let me read the other two little tidbits yep. we have. Okay. So according to legacy, which has been, you know, given us Easter or Easter eggs, like rumors and hinting at things and clues uh, they're saying it will be like cabin in the woods, third act with HHN characters. So that like prison breakout scene, it wasn't like was it a prison? Yeah, it was, whatever. yeah no, it's
0: whatever. like a lab. research lab, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, and then we'll contain Easter eggs for longtime fans uh, per that podcast interview that we keep referring to.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, then also one thing I forgot to add that I do remember them saying on the podcast as well is that you will experience uh, the explosion of this power
0: core. So oh okay.
2: Okay. So are we getting,
0: like, like body collectors? <laughs>
2: like, I think so. They um, said that we were going to be yeah. getting, like, everything. Well, besides, like, icons. I saw people, a couple people say that. It's not
0: icons. No icons, but all the others. right? Yeah.
1: All the- yeah. I, I wonder how, because they made it seem like it'll be Easter eggs.
0: Nightingales.
1: If you've been going for a long time, you'll recognize. So I wonder if they're just not fully giving us that, like, this is going to be HHN character heavy. Because mm. it could go that way.
0: That yeah. would be so cool. Because
1: remember, like last time we had a house, uh, kind of drop from the event. Billie Eilish. We got a very H H N centric house. Yeah. We had a property drop, H H N centric house again. Maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you have to quickly throw something together, you might as well go something you have. You have the costumes in the back, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah, definitely.
2: Oh, do you oh my God. Okay, so now that I'm thinking about this, we're probably gonna see people like sorry, Mike, blood and guts, HR blood and guts. Where okay. lo- yeah. all these people okay get locked that. up for what they did. That's what this is saying. Yeah. So if they didn't go to Shady Brook, where'd they go? They went to Hellblock Horror. Uh so the body collectors, the Nightingales, like you said, um, probably I mean, maybe like Bobby the Blade from
1: Yeah.
2: Uh Hellgate. We're talking uh, like,
1: Mouth Brooders. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Just, like, iconic characters that maybe we never thought we would see again. Right. Yeah. Ooh, okay.
0: Yeah. we we'll are oh, definitely they... get an HHN bear.
2: Oh, bear. Bear. <laughs> bear. Oh, bear. Who? Oh, my God. Okay. I think I'm a little more excited for this one now that
0: we've I am too. If it about. actually is like just this is the Easter egg house and and it sounds like they kind of alluded to it not only was it legacy they alluded it on the podcast. So mm-hmm. there's more mm-hmm. yeah, there's some more smoke to this yeah, rumor. Yeah. Than-
1: so are they kind of playing off how much it'll be there and it's going to be the super fan servicey house or will it really just be a couple Easter eggs? Cuz I'm not fully buying it'll just be a couple Easter eggs.
2: I don't. It's not a uh, well. Hopefully, we'll find out uh, the day after opening night. All right, we'll see. We'll see you soon. Hopefully. Uh,
1: all right. Let's move on to the next one, uh, and we have a sequel house this time—a uh, sequel to a scare zone, though. Uh, in Dead Man's Pier, Winter's Wake. There's nothing charming about this ghostly New England fishing village. A phantom sea captain is summoning undead fishermen from their watery grave. A grisly crew with rotting barnacle encrusted bodies. Yes, may have escaped their hooks in the Dead Man's Wharf scare zone in 2016. Now they'd better batten down the hatches before they're reeled in and drug under.
0: Oh, so they straight up mentioned Dead Man's Wharf. Exactly. Uh, so this is a direct sequel. They yes, just use is. a different different name. Yeah,
1: so it is sounds like reason? basically it's the, it's the same crew has moved on they, uh-huh. to another location.
2: You're so in a wharf, somebody talked about it on their show. I can't remember who it was. Another podcast, a pier and a wharf. The difference is one is for receiving like cargo and the other one is for like docking your boat and like leaving gotcha. the boat. Like, right. I don't know which is which, but that's what the ah. difference is.
1: Ah. Okay. All right. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I,
2: I can't, I wish I remember who it was. It was one of the other HHM podcasts. I'm sorry.
1: Um, so, a few things that was noted in the podcast, they specified that it is gorgeous and terrifying. And has lots of huge actors. And I got to say, one thing I expect from this house, just from the name and kind of the concept of what it is, really impressive sets. Like, really detailed, oh. immerse mm-hmm. you sets. And, oh, I'm, um, I think that I'm yeah. so
0: excited for this one. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I loved Dead Man's Wharf. It, you know, they didn't, they didn't really pull out all the stops for the props in the zone, uh, but they looked great. I thought the character design was great. It was a fun atmosphere. Um, so getting to see this fully fleshed out in the house, um, now, in kind of like, you know, an icy, cold, like, setting. Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Very excited.
2: Oh, yeah. That was one of my favorite parts of Yeti uh, in, what, 20, was that 2018? God. 2019, Whatever year. 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, was getting to go into the cold from the heat outside. So, we're uh-huh. getting this. I'm expecting, like, some gross smells, too. Like, maybe we'll smell like salt water, but then, like, fish. fish yeah, and, yeah. like, rotting stuff. But I... This house is going to hit different at like, you know, nine o'clock at night when the sun's finally gone down, but you're still hot. I mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I didn't get to experience Dead Man's Wharf. I did obviously last year as part of uh, Lights, Camera, Action, but that was one guy on a stage. I want to see <laughs> all of these terrifying fishermen attack me.
1: I think you'll get your wish very soon. Yeah. And then Mike, do you want to grab the last house announcement?
0: Yes, so this one, uh, I'm also very excited. This one is called Descendants of Destruction. Deep in the subway tunnels below an abandoned toxic city, mutant humans fight for survival. The deeper one goes, the darker their fate. In the uh, fading light of the poisoned depths of hideous creatures um, who've long ago left our humanity uh, behind... Uh, behind pre- prey on all, um, who try to make their way through the darkness, and then it looks like you have notes here. It says the ha- um, house takes place in the New York City subways.
1: Yep. Yep. Um, it's you know I'm realizing how tough it's going to be to make a hype list because so many of the originals sound so great. Hmm um so yeah i don't look forward to making that list i'm really nervous about yeah. how it'll come out and how i'm gonna actually feel confident about what i put down
0: this is gonna be really cool guys uh now i know this one was rumored to be like a seeds sequel and prequel it sounds like that it um, was just kind of did not come to
2: no
1: come to no, get no apparently together. that is the case it is hey. oh really they didn't a bit.
2: say it but the way that I can't remember if it was Charles or Matt the way that they introduced it because they didn't read these like blurbs they gave their own little like uh-huh. ex- explanations they said it was an extinction level uh, a- attack had happened and these are the people who tried to flee that
0: oh so the, okay so these are like the people who fled to the subways
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, okay and so um, all right
2: and it's presented in three acts. So, the way what they meant was that. So, when you first, it's just a couple of people and a couple of hybrids, like plant or not plant, I'm sorry, whatever. It's like underground creatures. That's what this was hinting at originally on the uh-huh. spec map. Um, so it's, you know, the human hybrids, then you go a little bit deeper. It's more human hybrids and less humans. And then you get deeper and it's only the people who have been, you know, attacked and like carnage. And then the lighting is also in three acts. So it's solar power at first. Then it's uh, battery power, flashlights. And then the last is no light. It's just bioluminescence or luminescence.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, um, so I, I, oh yeah. <laughs> Noises. This that's
1: so one of the early rumors before this was even underground creatures is that there would be a bioluminescent like plant house mm-hmm. and I was so excited for that possibility yep. and it looks like that might have been true the whole time
2: oh my god I'm so excited
0: so they so the rumor is that these are kind of like the plant creatures so it's going to be like yeah, yeah. human plant yeah. hybrid
1: well no they they fully mentioned that that is the case pretty much mm-hmm. um, okay and then the,
2: there was also I I feel like there was, they also said, not maybe not like a mole people, but they said like an under, like pe- things of the underground, also human mm-hmm. hybrids. Yep. So like, I'm okay. assuming rat, rat people, which is like, oh, if you know me, I love rats. Um. Oh my God. <laughs> this is my house. I know I said Spirits of the Coven, but this is also my house.
0: <laughs> this is going to be cool.
2: Oh, it's going to wreck my shit. It's going to be dark. I'm expecting like um, the dead exposure levels of dark mm-hmm. in that final kind of scene.
1: I I hope so, and only uh, lit up by like bioluminescent creatures. Are
2: mm-hmm. you fucking
1: kidding me? Come on, come on. Yeah, you know. I, I cannot wait for what do we have? Two and a half weeks now. I cannot yeah. fucking wait. Um, that was it for all the houses, though. Uh, but we do have quite a bit more to go over, uh, me too. including all five scare zones. Um, <laughs> so Jess, do you want to take the first scare zone?
2: Sh- All right, so our first one, and this is, is this the one in Production Central? Yeah, right? Yes. Okay, so this is Horrors of Halloween. The Pumpkin Lord, (laughs) the spirit of Halloween, has returned to take over this year's event, summoning hordes of fiendish creatures, including demons, ghosts, and witches. Terror has taken root. Uh, It says characters from all of the zones this year will be featured here. So okay.
1: the way they say this, it seems like, not in the marketing sense, but Pumpkin Lord is
2: kind of the icon of this event, huh? Mm-hmm. He, like, took over. Like, they had another idea, and the Pumpkin Lord said, no, I'm here. I mm-hmm. have all the followers. Get the fuck out of the way.
1: And it, um, I, I remember there's a few more things that uh, was mentioned that I did not write down, is that basically... Um, every like the base of this scare zone is going to be his like grown roots like he has rooted deeper mm-hmm. and has things growing out more so that whole truss kind of structure might be growing out of the pumpkin lord that might be his roots because those are all his pumpkins there
2: what's going to be on top of it oh what <laughs>
1: <laughs> that would be crazy what? <laughs> um yeah we'll see how that goes but um
2: boo well, got put up today
1: yeah, Lil, Lil Boo is dead center How do we get Matt him Trump down so for his staring breaks down at you.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> No child labor laws in Florida Apparently
2: no, Lil Boo just lives up there now um, But no he's there if you want to see him uh, We put a TikTok up about it
1: I like how Lil Boo went at the like Absolute furthest place away From people's touch Like, abs- no, absolutely. He,
2: he they literally said center center He's center stage yeah.
1: <laughs> Just staring down at you
2: It was hard to find him. I thought a bunch of other pumpkins were boo today. I was like, boo, boo. (laughs) And he was just staring down at me like, I'm right here.
1: (laughs) Um, But yeah, we don't have much other visual what this is going to be like, uh, but exciting nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Because it said pumpkin lord. So, oh, also, uh, they released a bunch of merch to go along with basically this zone, Uh, some pumpkin lord merch. And the tagline is scares a... Jess, what was it? You're wearing it.
2: Oh, It's on my back. Wait. uh, Scares at every turn. Scream? Scream? Scream. Scares. Scares at every turn?
1: (laughs) Scares at every turn.
2: I had to read it upside down. Speaking of merch, I'm wearing the hoodie. Uh (laughs) (laughs) It's great. I love it.
1: They've now released two little slogans that are way better than never go alone. So why are we still using never go alone? I will never understand.
2: (laughs) scares at every turn but yeah the pumpkin there was a shirt there was a cup there was a magnet there was a a hoodie is that it am i no there was a sign like a poster as well
1: and um we we discussed off mic that it all like the design is badass except on the t-shirt looks a little off don't know why looks great on everything else
2: oh yeah and the hoodie is like a it's it's like a gray and black tie-dye but it's like dark enough where it's not in your i love it I love it. They also released, um, this has nothing to do with this. Well, actually, it's Lil Boo. So they released a women's or you know more slim fit cropped um, hoodie of that cat, skull, and Lil Boo um, design. And I also bought that today. There you go.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know what else has to do with it? Uh, HHN365.bigcartel.com has a Pumpkin Lord uh, (laughs) bleach dye shirt. It looks great. You should rock it at the event in this zone specifically. Thanks.
2: Oh, yeah, and uh, tag us in your pictures. Okay. Order by Wednesday,
1: 8.17 by 11.59 p.m. And you'll have
0: it opening weekend. That was not planned, by the way. We had no, we no idea. Spoiled. No. We no idea the Pumpkin Lord I've was not. I've been no.
2: saying for months that, no way they're going to bring him back the next year. <laughs> Look at me.
0: <laughs> right. In
1: fact, had we known, we probably wouldn't have made it because we would have expected them to drop their own merch. Yeah, yeah, we would have
0: been afraid of <laughs> yeah. the cease and desist. And this we like so, Yeah. <laughs> we,
1: we released it first, though.
2: We did. Yeah, I'm glad we got it in that week. <laughs> <Right>?
0: <laughs> yeah. No refunds. Um. That probably saved us, saved us the cease and desist.
2: Ours are, <laughs> are a little cheaper. <laughs> um,
1: so, Sequel again speaking of uh scarecrow cursed soil this is going to be the one over in central park and oh boy there are some exciting things but first the little quip at an abandoned farm scarecrow sentinels have risen from the crust of the earth to hunt souls and seek revenge they'll harvest the screams of those who dare enter this dilapidated barn and um yeah they fully confirmed it is a scarecrow sequel on the podcast uh they said how the main thing they harped on is that the house was in the barn in the house. And this one is going to be primarily out in the cornfields themselves. Mm. Mm. However, there is a barn that just called forever ago. Um, That structure, you know, that has trusses on both sides and and looks like they should connect. It will be a barn and um, it will not be scarecrows, but another creature who will be attacking guests. And they basically hinted at this being like a mini house experience. Yeah, they
2: literally, I think they said, oh, if you're trying to avoid the houses and just do the zones, oops, we're going to make you go through a mini house were Mm. their exact words.
0: Oh, wow.
2: Oh, oh my God. But also, so Duff, we never kept track of that announcement challenge we were doing. Uh So can I take my win for this barn that I called?
1: Yes, you can (laughs) take your win for this barn.
2: Yes. Okay, so you buy the first round? What? That was the the challenge. And we don't know who won the announcement one because we stopped caring. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Fine.
2: Hey, I, I, I called the barn. <laughs> <All> right,
1: whatever. <laughs>
2: um,
1: but hey, I'm excited for this. It's a uh, it's a house that it, it's and everyone loves. Like it's just yeah. one of the most popular HHN houses ever made. Um, people continually talk about how it's the scariest house ever. So, kind of adding it back is a no brainer. You know, obviously, um, it's going to be tougher to get the same level of scares in a scare zone but um i mean the creature design is great the aesthetics they go for are great i think it could still be pulled off really well and i think central park's a good location for it too
2: Mm-hmm. definitely
0: all right do you want me to take the next one yes please all right. So the next scare zone is going to be the uh, the New York area, and that is Sweet Revenge. Um, the sweets of Major Sweets Candy Company have turned these 1950s kids into crazed killers with pipe sized costumed mania- maniacs roaming the streets. Halloween will be a night of trick and treat mayhem. Um, Low key, probably my most uh, anticipated uh, scare zone for me. This one has everything. It has Halloween. It has a kind of like f- a 1950s nostalgia. Um, uh, this is going to be really cool. I, I,
1: yeah, I love when kids are the killers. I, yes. I love it yes. so much. So uh, yes, please. And again, what we've already seen out there in New York, the sets look phenomenal. Um, there's a, a few nitpicks about the quality and details of some of the stuff, but the aesthetic they're going for, great, love it.
2: Mm-hmm. And that tribute store uh, facade got painted. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's, mm-hmm. it's all orange and black. Oh my god. Oh, so it
0: ties in the Yeah, um,
2: oh, we'll, we'll get to that later. We'll get to. That oh later. yeah, we will. But they also, can, Mike, do you want to mention those two little? Uh, yeah. Actions?
0: So we have here that it says there will be show moments, which it's kind of. That's very often the case with this um, area, for sure. This scare zone definitely usually does, and so they're confirmed there will be. And a crash parade will be in the middle of the zone. So, yeah, I am getting some Vamp 55 just kind of Mm -hmm. um, feel um, just just from, you know, just the mention of this. Like, that is cool.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to see those come out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.
2: It's going to be so good. They said they also were partnering with the same companies that make the Mardi Gras floats mm. for this on the oh. podcast. So I'm expecting like maybe I don't know about Extravagant because it's like a little hometown, you know, idea is what it is. But I don't know, man. I feel like it's also going to be like a big moment during Stand Scream when this stuff comes out. Yeah. Oh, I, I, yeah,
1: probably. Seeing stuff so. like that get wheeled out is going to be. <sighs> whew.
2: Oh, my God. Especially if it's like, what it, do you think they're just going to like bring because they're normally pulled by like Ford trucks or whatever. Do you think it's going to be something along the scale of that or smaller that's pulled by like a little gator? <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be a big boy. And they just park the truck there. I feel like it's, you know, it's yeah. a out. Well, yeah, if could. it's 1950s, I don't think it could be a Ford truck. Oh, It could be an old Ford truck. Yeah, oh. oh, wow. I could sit here and speculate about all these zones all night long.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the point. I mean,
2: these are so good. I also love that. I feel like the trick-or-treaters are obviously going into the zone. They said it. Um, But the trick-or-treaters are some of my favorite, like, I I say old, but like, like classic HHN characters for the zones. Mm -hmm.
1: Yep. And we should point out that they've put up, I think, four different food booths um, Mm -hmm. in that area where they're. Decorated like houses set yep. up around Halloween that people would go trick or treat at.
2: There were three new ones today because not Delancey Street, but that other street that's on the side of like the the smoking section, like mm-hmm. the center by Fallon. The walls came down and they have three more booths on the, that street and they're all houses as well.
0: Yeah, no, when um, I was about to say, I love trick-or-treaters too, Jess. Like, so when I think back of like the Roaming Hordes year of 2012, um, and most of them were pretty lackluster, but I still have fond memory of those that those trick-or-treater kid uh, Roaming Hordes. Like those are my favorite. Uh, I love the, the, the trick-or-treating kids, um characters. They're, they always have so much fun. And the characters, they're always... You can just tell the kids that uh, get cast in that, uh, that are always having the time of their life. They are always really into it. And I, I'm, I'm sure this year it will be the case as well. Um, they're going to have, a, they're going to be really good.
2: Yeah. And they also mentioned uh, the makeup team in this one was like running wild. And there's going to be like, Gooey, like gooey stuff oozing out of their mouths from the candy and the mutation and everything.
0: Oh,
1: nice. Oh, so,
2: Makeup wise, this year, I feel like I'm just going to geek out over all of the makeup designs mm-hmm. that I'm, I do every year, but this year just feels different. I don't know how to explain it.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of hype building and that's kind of scary being this excited, but mm-hmm. I, I, it, I'm i just going to believe it won't let us down. It it's won't.
2: traditional Halloween. Won't. That's all our shit. Like, it's true. Why we yeah. love HHN is literally the root of this event. And they're yeah. doing, and I, I figured we'd talk about it eventually, but like, it seems like the whole theme of this year is low budget haunt done with an HHN budget. Like yeah. is yeah. the mm-hmm. way I can describe it is we're getting all those traditional tropes that, yeah, we've had, but we've never had all of them in one year. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. never had the, the trick or treaters, the ghosts, the, the ghouls, like all of it. Like it, it this year is just perfect for all of us. I don't know how to describe it other than that.
0: I mean, yeah, I, there was a lot of rumor, like, oh, it's H, you know, it's Hhn thirty one. What are they going to do for? It's the year, you know, Halloween. They're going to have to go heavy Halloween theme. They did, they did. They haven't straight up made that the theme, but you can tell that they're they are. You know, they're going very hard on the traditional Halloween this year because, and I, and, you know, you only assume it's because it's Hhn thirty one.
1: Yeah. And I couldn't have asked for anything different for it. It's something I've always wanted to see. And here it is. It's time.
3: Um,
1: But there's another zone that very much is directly classic Halloween. um, And it's the one over in Hollywood with the sets that have blown our minds and have only gotten better since we've talked to you a week ago. And that's going to be graveyard deadly unrest on all hollows. Eve, a dark storm descends upon a cemetery and awakens long dead spirits. These specters rise from their graves to capture souls for all eternity. No one living can escape them. I mean, it's 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 a graveyard, and there's dead people that are not currently dead. And I mean, it's Halloween. <laughs> Hello,
0: yeah. <laughs> um,
1: the one note that we uh, kind of took down from the podcast is that the main characters are brothers named Death and Sleep. Uh, they will be guarding the gates to the cemetery.
0: Okay, so this one was rumored to be like a vampire um, mm-hmm. scare zone. Does is that, was that confirmed in anything? Is it going not to one,
1: be not one bit? No. It hasn't given yeah. off that vibe um, or implication whatsoever. Not saying it's impossible. It's this graveyard, and there could be random things there, but it seems mainly more like not zombies, but the like it's more like skeletons. It, it sounds like, like kind yeah, of like zombies logo. a little bit,
3: yeah.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Also, if we had maybe like living statue mm-hmm. characters, Ooh. yeah, yeah. kind of based and like there's been construction. Well, so I when I was there today, you know that set piece we've been joking about in front of the bench, mm-hmm. they moved it completely. It's gone. Uh, um. Oh, they chopped the stage part off of it. You know how it had that little platform. Yeah. Chopped it off. It's now turned on. It's like complete, like turned sideways, not on its side, but turned the other way, mm-hmm. and it's moved over like ten to fifteen feet to the right. Oh wow! Okay. Um, I, no. And the the outline is still on the floor, of like where it was originally, um, with sawdust. Well,
1: everyone, you got your bench
2: back. There you go. <laughs> I was a little sad because they moved it out a little bit when we had went last week. Yeah, they um, did. and I was like, oh, I could sit there. I was still going to sit on that bench. You weren't going to stop me. Um, but we've also, there's also been a set piece added in front of Bourne, another little archway. Um, and I would say that there's also been gates added,
1: mm-hmm.
2: like big ass gates. Oh, my God. We kept saying there were these like hinges. It looked like on the frames and like the structures. And I was like, what's going to be added there? Gates. gates. Um, big gates. ass. Oh, my God.
1: The, the weathering and overgrown look has increased tenfold and looks so phenomenal. Good. It's so good. It's I'm, uh, again.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a good zone, too. Nice. The vibes we want. Very... And it
2: goes all the way from where the Shrek house used to enter, pretty much, mm-hmm. and then all the way down to horror makeup. Yeah, So it,
1: it uses the whole street.
2: Oh, it's so good. And I, I still, I don't know if they're going to add anything, you know, after, during Stay and Scream. I keep saying maybe like a, you know, decrepit steeple or something, or like a big mausoleum in the center. I don't think they need it, but I think they still could. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, oh, the fog with the lighting, oh, it's going to be so good.
1: I, I'm, yeah, I, I'm excited for all these zones. Um, but Jess, I know you're very excited for the final zone announcement
2: that we're going to discuss. So uh, it's all yours. <laughs> Another thing I called. Uh, <laughs> Conjure <laughs> the Dark. Uh, that sounds like that Spider-Man musical. Was that right? <laughs> Turn off oh. the text. There yeah. we go. That's what it was. Sorry. I just well, had <laughs>
1: I mean the logo. I also joke; yeah. it makes it look like it's uh, Scarlet Witch, not just witches. You know, oh, it's,
2: I didn't it, even look at it's that. It's a very
1: um, yeah. Marvel esque <laughs> font yeah. going on that looks like multiverse of madness, kind of Scarlet Witch thing, Agatha Harkness kind of style. It's yeah, oh, but God. anyways, <laughs> get into All the real part of the zone.
2: Conjure the dark! An evil sorceress has entered twisted stone ruins and called forth monstrosities from dark dimensions. This Halloween, blood will feed her army of the night. Oh, my God. (laughs) So this is the San Francisco zone. We've seen like a big cauldron with like ruins on it. There's a big door set behind it right in front of the exit of um, Supercharged. Um, So as the description implies, we're going to see some portals, lots -hmm. of different characters, and they confirmed actual fire in this zone.
1: Mm.
2: So, I mean, we had fire with Hellbilly, but that was kind of up yeah. high. I wonder if this will be a little lower, I'm assuming. I'm going
1: to guess not too much
2: lower. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think that cauldron could just, like, spit fire out if someone's on the other side of the stage? A tourist would die. Come on. Oh, uh, <laughs> come on. Not the tourist. Um, and then, so, uh, this takes us back to the first ever Halloween Sawin. It's Celtic inspired witches, is really what they kind of confirmed on the podcast. Oh, okay. um, So, this is, you know, the first ceremony to bring forth the first Halloween. So, oh my God.
0: There you go. Yep.
1: Ooh, it's um, weird.
2: Oh, It's weird because it's not near the Coven House. I know it has nothing to do with it,
1: but it's completely but I'll get different over era. Very completely different era, different style. I mean, the only. they're witches that's it that's the only thing my only
2: issue is what house is rumored to be exiting from here if it's blumhouse i feel like that's or exiting near here that feels like a weird transition to me is really what it is i guess yeah i mean
1: but they typically don't match scare zones anyways oh i know
2: i know i'm I'm just that's just me being finicky but other than that i'm fucking excited for this one
1: Um, I do enjoy that the stage is kind of pressed back further towards that Fast and Furious exit. It's leaving some more space. We'll see what other sets they add. I'm kind of hoping they're just kind of along the uh, water there. Just a couple of things. Um, Because you could leave a lot of space that way, you know? And it'll help that zone immensely. Because, again, you could put whatever in this zone and it could be miserable just because of limited space and bottlenecks. So, um I can be excited about the concept all I want. I just want to see that I can uh, comfortably go through it at points.
2: I think they also could use characters because they said there's going to be like trolls and things like that. Mm. So if they use like big boys, that could take the place of a set piece, but not take up as much space. You know, maybe they're yeah. using kind of that route. I don't know. We'll I, see.
1: I would happily take that, please. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's it for the scare zones. So we will move on to shows now. And Jess, speaking of fire. <laughs> they, were uh, they were listening, They uh, were listening. Just for
2: 365, they said, fuck us.
1: <laughs> the, uh, one of the shows announced in Fear Factor stage, or um, no-name stage now, I guess, uh, is Halloween Nightmare Fuel Wildfire. <laughs> which, if you listen to the podcast, we always say... Well, at least I always say, really incredible show. I enjoyed it. Performers are very talented. So much fire, I was melting, like literally melting. Uh, So they've gone and added the tagline, wildfire. (laughs) Um, But anyways, uh, a little description about it quick before we discuss. Uh, The sequel to last year's Halloween Nightmare Fuel featuring the world famous performance group, the Fuel Girls, highlighting a new dreamer in the depths of a new nightmare set to heart-pounding metal. Rock and electronica score.
0: Yeah, this is going to be cool. um Yeah, one of the show directors, Duff, was like, Oh, <laughs> you didn't like the pyro? <laughs>
2: <What>? <laughs> Let's get the fuel girl. Yeah. Here.
0: Le- yeah. The
1: thing is, I, is
2: fucking gonna
0: be love pyro. The
2: I love
1: pyro. I just want it balanced. That's all.
2: <laughs> I want air conditioning. That's really what I, I mean. want.
1: True. <laughs> True. I want that too. It's just, listen, again, In September, it's still 90 degrees when you sit down for that show, and then they spit fire in your face for 25 minutes. It's rough. It's rough.
2: Yeah. Well, so I looked up the Fuel Girls. Um, Uh They're a UK-based performance group. They very much fit, like, very much fit the Nightmare Fuel vibes. They're in, like, bondage-esque costumes. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And they, Um, they, they were also supposedly supposed to be at last year's show, but due to... Pandemic oh. and travel restrictions—they do oh, not.
0: Come they me. were scrapped.
1: I believe, yeah, I don't. It, I believe they were supposed to be part of it because it was multiple groups involved last year. Mm, that couldn't make Okay, it. so they also do like
2: aerial stunts. So they're like they do a hoop and like a trapeze. So, but there's like flamethrowers. There's actual flamethrowers in their show.
0: I like this vibe because if if one of these groups turns out to be problematic the name of the show isn't named after them so they don't Correct. they can just take them out and they can be like oh yeah they never you know so if a few girls end up being problematic it it doesn't become this whole thing.
1: I do right.
2: like that we have a female uh you know centered performance troupe at the center of the show that yes. I feel like that's a yes. first for I mean, the event.
1: I'm excited for the show. Again, I thought Halloween Nightmare Field was a great show. Yeah. I I can just only watch it so many times because it was slightly uncomfortable to watch.
2: It also, they didn't have an express line last year for one of the shows. They normally did like one every night, but I don't think they had that last year. Mm -hmm. So that kind of took away, sorry to, you know, be the express people, but. Um, Fear and Beer did they did uh, say that we were the Express people? That was funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they want to run weekend with Duff, and they were like, "We know that they're the Express people, but <laughs> uh, 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 hey, uh, I'll, I'll wear that with pride. My body is too yeah. broken to wait in those lines." Yeah. Sorry,
1: guys, but once I saw the light, it was over.
2: Um, we, <laughs> hey, he tried to fight us last year, and then I we, did. we. I
1: tried. We it didn't brought last him and Mario, but um, yeah. <laughs>
2: um. But no. Uh. Yeah. Yep. Yep, I've lost my train of thought. There we go. (laughs) Wildfire.
0: I mean, it is $400 more. I am trying to save up, but yes, um, I'm going to be an express person this year. I just have to. It's so hard. It hurts so bad to drop it. Mm-hmm. Um so I once mean, you
1: do it once you do it the first time, you just kind of expect it the next year and you're prepared it's for It's such that.
0: a difference though. It's like two hundred versus six hundred.
1: It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. yeah, it's crazy. It's game.
2: insane.
0: It and two hundred is expensive.
2: But one night with express is a lot as well. Yeah. I will right. argue. So, like, when you're looking at how many... I'm, I, everyone does yeah. this argument, but when you're looking at how many nights we get... Oh, it's
0: definitely a value if you go as often as you guys do, for sure. It'll be a I'm value for as way. often as you go, even. Yeah. 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 Even though you make yeah. it less. I mean, I have kind of figured out a way to, like, that I think... If you guys weren't getting it, i probably, you know, like, I could make it work. Um, I show up late anyway. I'm going to show up around 11 when the lines are... Are pretty slow and just do a little bit here or there and maybe wait 20, 30 minutes and be fine. Um, but um, that first day is, it's going to probably pay for itself right there. Because oh, yeah. you know, if you want to knock everything day, out, day you're going to, yeah, opening day. Yeah, I'm going to knock it out day one for sure. Well.
1: And then um, whoever wants to take the, the final one, I don't remember who should be up. Um, all
3: you.
0: I'll do it, sure. Um, The last one is The Lagoon Show, and we have got a brand new re-themed one. This is the little bit of surprise I was alluding to that I was shocked by. It is Ghoulish, A Halloween Tale, an all-new show taking place in Universal Studios Lagoon that follows the Grim Reaper on the undertaking of what happens beyond the grave all set to an eerily remixed music by some of today's most iconic artists um this would be cool guys uh, I'm, I'm getting like some when i saw the the logo and stuff i was getting like some like goosebump vibes some you know like some mm-hmm. kind of 90s halloween type feel here um i, I i'm excited about this one
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. And then it finishes by saying music by some of today's most iconic artists. There's a quite iconic artist already a part of the event. So we're going to take a wild guess. There's going to (laughs) be some weekend music, likely blinding lights in in this lagoon. Oh, yeah. We're going to
2: hear, we're going to see a tweet in like a couple days. I was just walking by the gates and I heard it. They were (laughs) testing sound. It's going to happen. (laughs) If you
1: live in Bell Apartments, be ready.
2: Hey, <laughs> let us know the uh, the playlist for Nightmare Fuel.
1: <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's basically just kind of a continuation of Marathon of Mayhem without being an actual continuation in name, it sounds like.
0: Yeah, I like this, though. I think this is the way to do it, is that you yeah. put, you know, you can bring back Marathon of Mayhem if you want. That mostly kind of worked for... Uh, I think twenty nine it worked, and I think we found out in thirty that it didn't quite. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that maybe a new theme and a new name really would have worked better for that year. Um, and but uh, I think they learned with this one. Yeah, let's let's you know let's we can still have a lagoon show, but let's come up with a a theme and a name um, that really fits what we're doing that year. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to go with just marathon of mayhem new tagline you know?
2: Yeah. And then there's no comparison. Well, there there's always going to be a comparison, but I feel like there's less pressure for it to live up to 29, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: It's a new show. It's a completely new show. This is a clean slate. Like, let's take this as what it is. This is ghoulish. This is not Marathon. Yeah.
1: yeah and I think that's something that probably hurt Carnage Factory a bit, is that it was Marathon of Mayhem, and there was expectations to be Marathon of Mayhem from the year mm-hmm. before or the event yeah. before. So, uh, yeah, it didn't work out great in that sense. They learned the lesson. That, yeah. you know. I think this year it's set up. There's properties that lend themselves well to something that's going to be kind of musically based and,
0: and these type of visuals.
1: So yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. Very excited. You know, yeah, it f-
0: seems like it's really Halloween. Mm-hmm. Again, with the whole um, event, it seems really Halloween based. Ghoulish is a perfect n- name for it, um, you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited really to see what they put together here. Definitely.
1: And then, Jess, we do have one more thing to discuss that's kind of come uh, behind all these announcements. Do you want Do you want to take that last piece?
2: Oh yeah, of course. I mean, I talked about the repaint. So uh, the tribute store. For the first time ever, the scares taking root in the streets of Universal Studios Florida will bleed into the theme of the Halloween Horror Nights Tribute Store with a collection of incredibly detailed environments inspired by the iconic Halloween haunts featured throughout the event. Guests will shop the latest Halloween Horror Nights merchandise and treats as they venture through a pumpkin patch, cemetery, and witch's cottage, eventually making their way to the final room, an elaborate Halloween festival set in the same town as the store's neighboring scare zone, Sweet Revenge. That's great. Yeah. And Major Sweets branded candy will be available in the store.
0: Oh, oh no. Oh, god! Oh, no. So oh. That, they're doing this right this year. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Yes, absolutely. They, um, You know, they've been
3: teasing
1: a whole story leading up to all this, and uh, it's going to tie right in to the street it leads out to. Uh, yeah. Can you ask for much more than that?
2: Yeah. Where do you guys think that dark, ride do you think the dark ride is the pumpkin patch cemetery and witch cottage portion?
1: I, I would think so. Yeah. Cause yeah. It's, still, it's supposed to be like an attraction and it'll be the, yeah. the dark ride that we expect. Oh, I'm, I think. So,
2: I'm so excited. And then there, you know, it still says closed on the front, but it's gotten that new orange and black paint scheme. Um, it still looks, it looks a little run down. I assume there's going to be more weathering. Maybe mm. uh, there's a ticket window that was put in the front, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I'm, I'm so excited. This is probably going to open, what, next week would be the week before, which is what happened last year?
1: Uh, that makes sense, yeah. I hope yeah. so. I'd like we don't to have a, a date early. yet, but... Yeah, no info quite yet.
2: Well, whenever it opens, I'll be there. Maybe I'll do a TikTok live if people want to watch that.
1: There you go. Ooh. Yeah, that's a great we'll but But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's HHN31. Uh, we're... Looking wow. forward to seeing that in just basically two weeks from when this holy ended. shit basically really oh just my two weeks mm-hmm. and two days from when this two episode weeks. releases
2: and we'll probably get the food and drinks next week I'm assuming they'll do yeah. a blog yeah. post that's what they do they normally do with it
1: and I am very excited for this again I've been doing a cleanse I think it's good to cleanse your body of alcohol and other. Things like that every once in a while, especially heading into an event like this where I will uh, (laughs) not be taking care of my body, uh, especially on the alcohol front. So I am very excited to see what's what I'm going to just toss into myself and indulge.
0: We'll use indulge. Oh, boy. And I am getting very excited. Uh, it's close, not much longer to wait
1: um but we do we saved it for the end here just because uh at least one of them reacts directly to all these uh, all the news we got today, uh, and that's a, a few voicemails
2: we have yeah, so I'll play the first one.
3: hey guys, it's you from Voices from the beyond uh this is take two of my voicemail. I'm terrible at this uh've been listening to you guys' show for a very long time. Uh, you guys are partially in it. be my inspiration for starting my podcast in the first place. Uh, just wanted to say thank you. Uh, sorry I, I didn't get this aid in time to go to, to put it in the 100th episode, but happy 100th, guys, or one hundred and one, 1, I guess it would be. Uh, please hope to see you guys at some point and uh, actually in person. All right. Uh, have a great day, guys. Hey guys, it's
2: Judani from Voices from the Beyond. Sorry. Nope. <laughs> Thanks,
1: man. See, I knew I was right to be excited for episode 101.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Donnie man. Called. I appreciate
1: it. I love hearing it, old- like, congratulated congratulations on was... 101.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's, uh yeah, so check out Voices from the Beyond podcast. Um, really kind words also. We appreciate that deeply.
0: Yeah. I always love hearing OGs. Um you you had to suffer through it and if you're still here <laughs> it really makes me
2: i'm glad nico gave me that uh insight on how you guys actually used to record um
0: <laughs> don't worry about it yeah don't worry about it yeah don't worry wow. about it, we don't talk about it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> But thank you donnie uh it
0: was yeah i mean i've said it before but honestly the first time the first couple of episodes was just basically duff and i just deciding to turn on a microphone about us nerding out about um, Halloween Hornets and we just recorded them. And, um, you know, it turned into this. We were having the discussions in line of the event and we decided, you know, just to have those same discussions again, um, sitting around, uh, uh, you know, Yeti snowball. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: Now look at all of us. Yeah. Together again for HHN31. Uh- <laughs> yep. All right, our next voicemail.
3: Hey HHN365, this is Kyle. Um, hopefully this voicemail doesn't like really mess up. Um, but sorry for that. The last one I was driving to work, and I guess I was losing service. But I just want to correct, congratulate um, y'all on your hundredth episode and beyond, and that you all are very much appreciated in the community. Uh, and thank you all for producing quality content to keep us all entertained. Um, you are all definitely inspiring when creating content uh, with how creative you guys can get with uh, each episode. Uh, and I don't really have any um, awesome questions like Carnage and everybody else who called. Um, <laughs> but uh, I figured, you know, maybe I tried to Nancy Drew Mike. Um, since he, Nancy drew me last year about the Nico situation, but I want to Nancy drew him on his, uh, little hiatus, uh, but I don't have any weeds. Oh, um, man. I feel like, um, maybe he worked at universal cause I think that was mentioned in a couple of past episodes and there were some restrictions on him being in the podcast. Um, and I think he was trying to adopt as well. Um, but if that happened, congratulations, um, but, yeah, as Mike would say in previous episodes, I want to hear the meat and potatoes while he was gone. Um, and uh, in the last episode, I believe uh, Jess was making a reference to James Spann, the weather guy who would take off oh, his God. coat during rough weather and have his, like, suspenders on. Uh, I think it was, like, a reference to them planting corn. Um, he actually does the weather in my state, so I thought that was hilarious. But if something were to happen, fingers crossed it's not um like any weather or whatnot someone needs to go out there and make a tiktok with the corn or the the mic, um <laughs> oh. telling the weather acting like james span ripping me off the coat and suspenders or whatnot uh but appreciate you guys it was great to hear from nico again um you guys just be excellent to each other and party on dudes
0: yeah. Okay, uh, Duffy, you didn't warn me about this one. I,
3: uh, <laughs> uh, apologies.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Um, yeah. No. So it's it, yeah. I so there have are a couple of reasons uh, why I um, decided that uh, I did to take a little s- step back. One of them is yes. Um, I legit did work for the company, and I felt um, like I couldn't fully speak the way it had been before when I worked for the company. I couldn't um, have the same irreverence um, that I uh, like to have, and I couldn't speak my mind, and I couldn't, uh, you know. Um, d- d- um, so that that was kind of uh, one of the reasons um, that I thought that, you know, it's best to take a little bit of a different approach um, uh, approach to, to it. Um, there were some other reasons. Um, and, and I am at this point, I think I'm ready to, d- um, uh, discuss them a little bit. I was just going through some life transitions, um, while at the same time discovering, um, the stuff about my, I've said it on the show before that I was, uh, diagnosed with ADHD. Um, so discovering a lot about my neurodiversity as well as, um, and, and I'm, I'm, dealing with more than just ADHD. Um, I was, uh, diagnosed with, um, uh, it's, a uh, called dyspraxia. Uh, so it's, um, a neurological disorder that, um, if you're from the UK, you probably are aware of it. But if you are from the US, you probably don't. So I was just kind of, um, um, uh, learning a lot about myself, um, going through some um, transitions um, personally. Um, and it just, I just took kind of like Nico, where uh, Nico was just, you know, dealing with some things. I, I wasn't ready to completely uh, call it quits. I just took a little break while I was um, dealing with some um, personal stuff. And um, yeah, so learning it. Yeah. Mainly, main, that was the main reason. And now uh, a lot of that is behind me, uh, and I'm, uh, I'm ready to move forward.
1: And happy uh, the journey has has led you back to us happily and uh, enjoying the show.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Yeah, I'm excited to be back.
1: And then, of course, thank you, Kyle. Uh, One, you said a lot of kind things in there as well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Very appreciative of of you and and the voicemails you have left, not only now, but in the past. So good to hear from you. you again.
2: And I will absolutely be making that TikTok. Uh, Oh, right. (laughs) Especially on opening night, if it rains, catch me out there making Duff hold the camera. Um, (laughs) Or Mike, whichever, whoever's with me that night. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I think we have one more voicemail. I don't have a name for this one, but it's a reaction.
3: Hi there, guys. Uh, Long-time listener.
0: First-time caller here. Uh, The announcement... Uh, for all the houses
3: came out today when I'm calling, and I noticed some people calling the reveal uh, and the year in general uh, pretty mid-tier uh, disappointing. I think it's probably just coming from a lack of Stranger Things and big IPs like that, but I am super excited. Uh, I assume we're already going to get you guys' thoughts, but... Uh, any thoughts on people calling this event uh, disappointing? Uh, thanks. Mike. Um, Hi
2: there,
0: guys. Oh,
2: oh I'm killing it. This, oh, like I'm it, so, like so it sorry, out. guys. Um, Episode 101. <laughs> oh,
1: well, thank you for calling leaving even a voicemail. Um, uh, in my opinion, is that you're spot on. I think things like, uh, and one, I'd like to say is, this depends where you're looking. I think if you look at Twitter, Instagram, there's a lot of positivity. If you look at like Facebook, mm-hmm. not so much. Um, And I think it comes from like a lack of stranger things and properties they wanted to see and also the inclusion of properties they didn't want to see, like the weekend or for some people, Halloween again. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think there's a lot of um, doom and gloom based over one or two properties or houses or scare zones. Um, And it's just kind of those normal things we get every year. There's always going to be people who aren't happy with the lineup because it didn't have what they wanted again we get to this thing where people always expect the event to kind of be exactly what they want and if not it's kind of a failure right Mm -hmm. Uh, and then of course there's a difference between that and simply just not being excited there are people who generally are just like i mean you know nothing really interests me there are people who don't care about vintage halloween and that stuff it's fine and they'll still go to the event and probably have a good time or at least try to Um, but yeah no there's a lot of doom and gloom on on some certain areas of the internet Um, And I think for the exact reasons you stated.
2: Yeah, I think Facebook's always going to be toxic. I think you could post that, I don't know, whatever deity himself or themselves picked this event perfectly for you and you're still going to find something to bitch about on Facebook. Um, Not you, obviously, but the people. (laughs) Facebook is just so negative about the event. They only want to see Stranger Things and scream and stuff like that. But then they complain when they get the same properties. Um, So... Mm -hmm. It's always going to be negative over there. Twitter's also negative, but it depends on kind of where you look. I saw mainly positive, but also a lot of the people I follow and I, like, I'm friends with on social media are very much into the traditional Halloween aspect of it, including myself. Um, So, you know, I would not call this a mid-announcement in my, this is what my fifth year going. This is probably, like, up there in my, like, hype is. I know last year was really hype, but that was because of, you know, the the postponement of 2020 and everything. This year, just based on everything alone, I am very excited.
1: Yep, definitely. I, I mean, I, I think, he, like you said, you'd hear before you, we got here, but um I, we're all pretty excited about this event, I'd say.
0: Yeah, and yeah, where I think I have always this excited, but I feel like maybe just because of the theme of this one, I think it's might be just a little bit more than some of the uh, years past. I am super, this is just going to be so much fun.
1: Fully agreed. And uh, thank you for being a long time listener and uh, thank you for uh, calling in and leaving us voicemail. Feel free to do yeah. so whenever you got something to say.
0: Um, yeah, thank you so much, man.
1: Other than that, I think, you know, that's kind of it again. We're literally by the time you hear this just over two weeks away from the event. Um, Ah oh, man, we got we got still some Hollywood drops to come that we're going to discuss of course. Uh we got to do our hype lists. Uh there's a lot we're going to cram into two weeks. So, um you know, we got a lot to do before the event starts. Um so hopefully that goes by nice and quick for us, of course.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, no, yeah, it, it's oh yeah, these next couple of weeks are going to be whirlwind. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, don't forget to um turn up to live trivia um on the 31st um yeah um don't forget to uh check out our big cartel shop um and get those orders in as quickly as possible if you would like if you are local and you would like to try to have your shirt before the the uh, opening weekend of the event as always you can leave us a voicemail at uh, 407-906-4134 and uh Um, reach out to us on twitter instagram youtube and tiktok at hhn 365 for twitter youtube and instagram and at tiktok at hhn 365 pod um and we'll see you in the streets very very soon